This is FM 100.5, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Wednesday edition in the borough. Tell ya. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Wednesday edition in the borough. Tell you, it's been an interesting week thus far. I got an email last week from a young man, and he was explaining to me that he um, was coaching college basketball. And then I looked at the name again. It said Jamal Hughes. And I said, and I'm thinking to myself, heck, he was just playing high school basketball at Oakland a couple years ago. What well, tells you how? Time flies by. It's actually been about 10 years ago. So we like to expand our horizons on this show. Yesterday we had um, former Riverdale football standout Thomas Mosby, who I went to school with, so that's the dark ages. And he was all the way out in Washington State. Today we're going to Vermont. So we're we're expanding the U.S. here this week. And Jamal Hughes, former Oakland um, Patriots standout, a two-time All-State player for um, the Patriots is going to join us. He is one of the youngest college basketball coaches in the country. And um, he is at Vermont Tech. And um, he eventually wants to kind of maybe do a little recruiting down in this area. You know, coaches are always trying to find those fertile recruiting grounds. So we're going we're gonna to reach out to a, a former Patriot today. Jamal, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Monty. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the radio show. All right. Well, you know, as I told you the other day when I talked to you, I was like, man, you were just playing high school ball. Uh, <laughs> time does fly by. But um, just kind of tell us about your journey um, once you got out of school in Oakland, um, you know, what you did from a collegiate standpoint and how you got to where you are today. Yes, sir. So as soon as I graduated from Oakland, um, I went to the University of Texas Pan American. Um, spent the year there, had some uh, injury injury problems there, and um, just quite didn't work out. Uh, but you know, kind of kept faith and um, got the opportunity up here at Vermont Tech to to kind of rejuvenate my basketball career and end up being a two time All American up here. Um, and you know, I guess I. And say I turned from a boy to a man up here because I also became a father. Um, and after I graduated from Vermont Tech, I was able to get back to uh, Tennessee and, you know, try to start my coaching career there. Um, and I did a pretty good job, you know, worked at Ravenwood for a little bit and um, ended up becoming the head coach over at Freedom Middle School. And, um, but I did want to eventually become a uh, high school head coach. Um, and, you know, just statistics telling me over the years that it's a lot of great assistant coaches in the Middle Tennessee area who, for whatever reason, ain't really uh, ain't really get the opportunity to be a high school head coach and still waiting their turn. So um, I just felt I needed to take a different journey. And um, a lot of people just saying you need that you need head coaching experience. So um, I uh, got a call from a high school in Vermont. Um, to be the high school head coach. And the plan was to come back here. I mean, come back to Murfreesboro. 
uh, to coach high school once I, you know, once I got some experience under my belt. But um, a week before college practice started, the coach at Vermont Tech had resigned, um, accepted another job, and I uh, was blessed enough to get the call to uh, come back to my alma mater and be the head coach. Now, was it this was it this past season or the year before last? 2019. So I got a year under my belt as a head coach right now. Did, so did y'all not? You didn't? Did y'all not finish the season last year either? No, we actually finished the season. We uh, went 24-9. We made the national final four in Pennsylvania, um, and got beat by four points in the final four. Um, and it, and that was two days before uh, everything kind of got shut down. So we was lucky enough to to finish our season. I got you. So you think you're going to coach high school ball? Then you go to coach, then you end up coaching college ball. Um, that's a that's a stark difference because you're dealing with different age young men. Um, you've got to worry about travel and things like that. I'm sure as a head coach at a small school, you'll wear a lot of different hats. Maybe hats that some co- coaches at you know the Power Five schools probably don't have to wear. Right. Absolutely. Um, just the adjustment to having to now schedule games and um, get itineraries ready for every single city we travel. Um, and you're right, I'm dealing with, you know, grown men, you know, 18 to 22-year-olds. I actually had a 24-year-old on my team last year, and he was a freshman in high school when I was a senior. So um, just um, having to adjust and making sure they, you know, know to respect me, even though I'm a young coach. I think I did an okay job at that. Um, still some areas I can work in, but um, you know, I got them to play hard for me. I got him. I got them to trust me in our journey. Um, they knew I were, They knew I was young, and um, the cooperation was just great. I couldn't ask for any 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 more help um, than I got. Um, but yes, I had to wear pretty much all the hats. I, I had a part time assistant coach, um, so everything that went into planning the season, um, I pretty much did that on my own. But you know, it's experience on the job, so I feel like I'm paying my dues right now. Yeah, you're getting a lot of different <laughs> – when you wear that many hats, you get a little experience from all the ends, you know, from basketball ops to um, breaking down film to game day coaching and, and things like that. Um, I'm sure that uh, requires a lot of hours. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I it's a lot of 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. nights um, going to bed, so – um, making sure I get a time, my time in as a father, making sure I spend enough time with my daughter. Um, that was the biggest adjustment to trying to, uh, to from going from high school to college. Um, but, you know, this year I got a year under my belt. Um, I have a schedule now. I'm not thrown in, you know, a week before practice is supposed to start. Um, so we're looking forward to a better year where I can kind of time manage my schedule <coughs> a little bit better. Well, the first year and go to the Final Four, um, you kind of set the bar a little high, didn't you? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, so the expectations are high here now. But uh, I think we have a good group coming in. We'll, we'll be young, but um, it's going to be a journey. Living in Vermont, what's that like from a guy from Murfreesboro? I tell you, it's uh, it's rough. It's rough. Uh, um, the, these winters are brutal. Um, talking about negative 10, negative 20 degrees, snow, uh, and, you know, just stuff you don't have to deal with in the South. But um, I'm lucky enough that I have a hobby during the wintertime to kind of make the winters go by a little faster. So when you're during basketball season, you know how fast that can go by. And, um, a, lot of my, a lot of my planning and busyness took away from uh, the brutal winter for me. Well, tell us about the school itself, Vermont Tech. Um what type of school it is, how big it is. I know you guys are about to go Division Three, aren't you? Yeah, so, yeah, two years. We put in our bid, and, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see about, you know, where, where we go with that. I don't know how much I can really say on that, but, um, but yeah, we, we definitely put in our bid, and we're looking to, we looking to expand here. But the school is a four-year school, um, very small private college, maybe 15 to 16, um, 100, 100 uh, kids. Um, so tech school is one of the best um, schools up here in the Northeast as far as our job placement rate. We have a 99% job placement rate, you know, within six months after you graduate, and it's in your field. So you're talking about um, you're talking about those numbers being up there with the you know Ivy League schools. 
Um, obviously, we're not an Ivy League school, but, you know, our statistics show um, that our education up here is, um, you know, is a big deal, and it's, it's real beneficial. Um, so I'm proud of this school just as, you know, the education goes, education-wise, but um, our sports are taking a big turn um, for the good. Um, so you're really coaching the game at its purest level uh, in that these guys that play for you, um, you know, the NBA, you know, is not necessarily at the top of their list. It is about going to school, using their basketball skills to get a degree and then go to work that's got to be pretty gratifying absolutely absolutely um and even though the nba is not at the top of the list you know it's a lot of uh a lot of opportunities to play professional basketball overseas which um i think my guys and myself are doing a good job at exploring we're joined today by jamal hughes former oakland patriot basketball standout he's now the um one of the youngest uh, college ba- men's college basketball coaches in the country. Coach, what are you, about 28 years old? 28 years old, yes, sir. All right. Well, you you got a lot of years left ahead of you, don't you? I hope so, yes, sir. <laughs> All righty. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have treatments for the skin of your face. So not only do we want you to see young, we want you to look younger too. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. Get rid of a lot of that sun damage, even wrinkles. We can now treat in our office with the latest technology. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. This week on WGNS Sports, we continue to follow the Braves and Cincinnati Reds in the National League Wild Card Series. Thursday night, it's Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. We're talking local high school and college football and lots of other local sports of interest. Thursday night, 6 o'clock, here on WGNS with myself, John Dinkins, and Rod Edwards and Clark Blair. Friday night, it's State Farm Prep Football as the Riverdale Warriors host the Seagull Stars. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 with Murphy's Matchups. 6.30, it's the Primetime Sports Countdown to kickoff, sponsored by the Law Offices of John Day. And we will, of course, have kickoff at 7 o'clock. Saturday morning, Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A, Cougar Corner at 10.15, and Middle Football hosting Western Kentucky at 2.30. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. 
where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. Jamal Hughes, former Oakland basketball standout, join us today. He's now the head men's basketball coach at Vermont Tech. And, um, Coach, um, now, where does some of your coaching philosophies come from? You know, you hear a lot of guys that get in the business say, well, I took a little bit from my high school coach, a little bit of this from my college coach, implemented some things of my own. Just uh, how, how has your philosophy evolved over the years? Well, Monty, I was fortunate enough to be coached by a heavyweight in high school and Randy King. Um, and then to follow up my, you know, my senior year, uh, Mike Wright. I take a little bit of their philosophy as far as just their preparation, um, how they go about things and how they prepare. Uh, but I think as a young coach, I understand that I have some uphill climbs. So um, my philosophy is, I, you know, I take it day by day. You know, you move on to the next play. You move on to the next segment. Um, you always asking what's next um, because, you know, success is very short-lived. And it's always, you know, when you win, um, you'll get comfortable You <laughs> at this level. Um, you're going to get your butt handed to you. Um, and if you lose, you just have to understand and say it's a journey. You know, you have to learn You have to learn from it. You know, the L and loss, I, I use it for lessons. You know, it's lessons that we learn. Um, so I think moving forward and just moving on to the next play, not getting too deterred by um, challenges and not getting too overwhelmed by accomplishments. Um, it's just always moving on to what's next. Um, and – when I talked to you, you mentioned um, or in your email you sent me that where you you were looking to kind of get in this area and recruit some, um, which I mean makes good sense. You've got ties here and things like that. How do you go about that? I think just coming home. You know, I, I you know my mom's still still down there, my little brother. So I think when I'm there, I still got a lot of good relationship with the coaches down there. Um, a lot of them was either assistant coaches when I was there and. Um, or there's somewhere around. So I keep in touch with pretty much everyone down there. Also, being a, um, you know, I, I, I was okay in high school, but, you know, it was hard to get a scholarship. It was hard to get looked at by Division ones, and, um, you know, had some D2s and NAIs call me. But it's a lot of talent down there that, um, you know, think it's only one route. If they don't get the NCAA and NAI um, call, um, it's a pretty good organization called the USCAA. Um, it's mostly up in the Northeast and the Midwest, but uh, we compete. You know, we compete against the D3s. We 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 went five and one against Division three teams this year, and you know went two and one against NAI teams. So um, I think just letting them know that got, you have guys have more options. Well, and that you know, and that's the thing. Um, uh, there are a lot of opportunities out there, but a lot of kids don't. You know, a lot of kids from. Uh, Rutherford County or the Mid-State may not even know that Vermont Tech has a basketball t team. So I guess that's one of the challenges, too, is getting your name and your brand out there. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Um, when, you, um, first, when you first got into coaching, and let's take one obvious aspect of it that's so key now, and um, uh, with modern technology, you get access to a lot of tape and film or whatever um developing a scouting report was that a challenge at the beginning um at, yes sir because you are developing scouting reports against guys who are so good that the scouting reports might not help at all um you know it's not high school where you can kind of you know you can kind of put a plan in place and it works, but you're talking about five guys who are recruited on the court. It's not one person you have to worry about. It's all five. So um, just having a detailed perspective on every single player, you know, whether they shoot off their right foot or, uh, or shoot better going to the left or shoot better going to the right. Um, and, and just like I say, you stay up two, three hours, uh, two, three hours a night, you know, up to 2, 3 a.m., um, watching film, trying to learn every single thing about every single player that might come in and how they can hurt you. Um, you know, high schools, you kind of dealt the hand you, you know, you're dealing with the hand you were dealt with. Um, college, these players are recruited. They fit into the system well. So you're not preparing for one or two people. You're preparing for uh, uh, five or seven players. Yeah, and, you know, particularly, you know, where you – 
grew up playing basketball. You've been playing against them guys most of your life. <laughs> right. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, when you when you look back at your high school career, Jamal, what what are some of the things that stand out to you? Who were some of the games that you enjoyed the most playing against? Well, I definitely think the Oakland Seagull rivalry and the Oakland Riverdale rivalry uh, resonate with me the most. Um, and because it, it, it was a college environment, you know, it was it was the thing to do on a Friday night to go see those games. Um, and those battles I had with, you know, Kerry Hammonds and um, Mark Gooch and, and Sid Williams, um, you know, my body still hurt thinking about those games sometimes, you know, because you just knew. Um, you knew the next morning you was going to be sore. Um and so, you know, when you think of when I think of my high school career, you can't discount those games and um, underestimate how important it was because I think it got not only me but Kerry and um, all those other guys at Seagull ready for the college level because it was a college game if you think about it. Yeah, it sure was. You could see you could see the future uh, talent out there, and of course, the Oakland Seagull rivalry um, has really uh, been a good one over the years. And of course, I'm an old hat, so. I'll, I always go back to the Oakland Riverdale one myself, but uh, um, playing for Coach King, you know, we used to joke at the office back in the day. He could take he could take five of us knuckleheads in the office and probably win twenty games with us. How good of a coach was he? It was um, it was amazing to play under him and learn under him. Just the way uh, we we never really watched film as players with him, but I had got the opportunity to watch film with him one time, and the way that he looked at every single player, like I'm doing at the college level, um, is unlike not a lot of high school coaches do it that way. And I think that's why he was so successful because you can just tell he was on a whole nother level on how he went about preparing. Um, and all you had to do was be able to make a layup, and he'll put you in a position to score. <laughs> Um, you know, of course he needed, you know, he, he had some talents over the years, but oh, yeah. when you go 20 straight years winning 20 more games, um, it's a testament to, to your system, the way you play, the way you prepare. Um, and I'm just honored to have, have played under him. When you look, um, as you, you know, if you had a crystal ball right now, do you want to stay in college coaching? I do, you know, um, because it's my only job, you know. You know, when when I know high schoolers, you know, Coach King and Coach Wright, they, they still had to teach, you know. Um, here, I get to come to the office every day. I get to prepare. Um, I get to spend time with my players, um, get to know them on a personal level more. Um, so I think this is a place where I want to stay um, as far as, you know, what level. But but I'm not discounting that, you know, coming back to some Tennessee high school basketballers. It's not in my, you know, not not in my my plan. Um, with the the COVID right now, uh, are you what restrictions are are you are you guys facing? Can you work them out? Uh, do they have to do it on their own? Uh, what guidelines are you going by right now? Right now, we can still hold team practices. Um, you know, of course, we we're at a point right now where we can't. Um, you know, we can't practice under the, the the organizational rules because it's against the rules. But as far as COVID, uh, we're able to do what we're supposed to do at any at any um, at any part of the season. Um, I think with our games, our games have been moved to the second semester. At least our conference schedule has. But we're just uh, waiting for our governor up here, who, who's strict, but he's doing a good job, um, kind of to kind of release the winter guidelines, and hopefully we can get a few in November. Now, you're in Randolph, Vermont. Is that a small town? Obviously. It is. Yeah, it's a small town. It's actually um, not small um, compared to the town in Vermont, but um, it definitely is a small town. Good town to raise a family, i tell you that much, and uh, the support we get around here is pretty great. Um, now, we mentioned you went to the Final Four last year. Uh, do you have a lot of players back, or you got a lot of new guys? Well, we went to the Final Four off a veteran team, so a lot of my players graduated. Um, so I have a lot of freshmen coming in. Got got some good uh, junior college transfers that um, that I was able to recruit, and I think that's going to help us down the line. 
Um, but, yeah, most of my players are at three coming back. Well, good deal. Well, Jamal, it's great to catch up with you. like to see young men uh, doing well from Murfreesboro. You're obviously on your way, and uh, we wish you the best of luck, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, and I uh, hope you guys are staying safe down there. Uh, we, 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 will, we will do that, and you do the same. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's Jamal Hughes joining us today. He's the head men's basketball coach at Vermont Tech. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Did you know I can make noise with my left eye? (laughs) I I, I was trying to get it on the microphone. (laughs) Oh, you did. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. It's still a mess here as they finish up this crash on 24 eastbound just past Sam Bridley. This has been running slow for the last 45 minutes or so. It's crazy slow here. 24 east again just past Sam Bridley. Stop and go out here up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Hey, check out the new Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Prince's Hot Chicken. 5814 Nolensville, Pike, and Nashville. It's so worth the short drive. I'm Commander Chuck for your on-time trip. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google device. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's now time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play by play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up today? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's spend a minute or so getting you up to date on homecoming activities as they stand uh, now through Saturday. Starting tomorrow afternoon, we're going to have the moving happy hour, and I do say moving because uh, MTSU Chocolate Milk is going to be involved. It's an on-campus drive through event featuring MTSU Milk and the homecoming photo booth presented by the MTSU National Alumni Association. It'll be happening uh, tomorrow afternoon from 4 to 6 in the Greenland Drive parking lot. Mask and or social distancing is required for this on-campus event. Uh, MTSU milk will be for sale, but the uh, keepsake photos that everybody loves that are normally taken uh, over in the uh, over by the alumni house 
will be taken there at the photo booth uh, at happy hour. So strike a pose as a contactless photographer will capture your crew during this crazy time in our history. Bring your own props to make your photos pop. Photos are compliments of the Alumni Association and will be printed on site. You'll wait your turn inside the safety of your own vehicle, get your photo taken in front of the green screen, then immediately return to your vehicle after your photo is taken. So uh, if you can't make uh, the happy hour on campus but would still like a homecoming photo, you can email a picture of you or your gang to mtsu at shinkphotography.com and your homecoming image will be returned to your email address within a day. Virtual homecoming photos will be available Thursday through Saturday and you can uh, go to the alumni website at mtalumni.com to get that address. Also, Mask Me Trivia will be uh, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, and there's more information on that. Then coming up on Saturday, the virtual homecoming parade live on True Blue TV and Facebook at 10 a.m., and I'm happy to have Pat Duke. And uh, you might not say, well, who is Pat Duke? Well, he's a Murfreesboro native, a Blue Raider alum, and uh, here's how you may know him. He is the narrator for Swamp People. He is going to be my co-host on the parade on Saturday. So we hope that uh, those are some of the activities leading up to the four o'clock kickoff from Middle Tennessee and uh, Western Kentucky. The Blue Raiders looking uh, to uh, get the victory this year. Middle leads this overall series 35-33 with one tie. This will be the 70th meeting between the Blue Raiders and Western Kentucky. The uh, middle coming off their best performance of the year. However, it has not resulted in a win yet. Middle lost 37-35 to UTSA down in the Alamo Dome on Friday night. Western Kentucky had the weekend off. The toppers come in 0-2. Middle is 0-3. So somebody will get their first win this weekend when the Blue Raiders and Hilltoppers play at Floyd Stadium. Western has not generated much offense either. They uh, lost to Louisville on the road and at home to Liberty, and those are their two games so far to this point. Around Conference USA this weekend, starting uh, Friday night, Louisiana Tech will be at BYU, UTSA at UAB on Saturday, along with Rice at Marshall, Charlotte at Florida Atlantic, and Southern Miss will play at North Texas. One note uh, from a former Blue Raider opponent, Saturday's game between Troy and South Alabama in Mobile has been postponed due to COVID issues in that game. All right, that's it for this Wednesday. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert, and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Kind of... Uh, Need to catch up with athletes from yesteryear. We've certainly done that this week with Thomas Mosby at Riverdale back in the late 70s and Jamal Hughes 
2010 graduate of Oakland High School. He was a two-time All-State performer and uh, now head men's college basketball coach. Um, So uh, pretty neat story there, how things work out for you in the realm of college coaching. Right spot at the right time, he goes up there to coach high school. Next thing you know, he's coaching the local college team. So um, kudos to him. Fine young man. Uh, was a tremendous player at Oakland and just goes in a, a long line of them. Um, so, um, again, congratulations to him and uh, the success he had last year and uh, hopefully uh, more good things to come from him. Um, the Tennessee Titans uh, game has been postponed for Sunday. Uh, looks like they're either going to make it up Monday or Tuesday. Uh, they had some players uh, test positive as well as some other team personnel. Um, they're not even going to be allowed back to their uh, facility, team facility until um, Saturday. So it makes good sense to um, – I was hoping there was a scenario out there where um, the – the, them and the Steelers and Ravens could do a little flip-flopping with their bye week and be able to play it later in the season, which would probably be more beneficial to the Titans right now with uh, Taylor Lewan banged up with his shoulder and then obviously Adoree Jackson and um, uh, P.J. Brown uh, uh, out. So... Uh, but looks like they're going to play Monday or Tuesday night, which would make for a short week uh, next week. Steelers undefeated. The Titans undefeated. Steelers probably a little more impressively. I heard today they've already got 15 sacks. So you'd definitely like to have a healthy uh, Taylor Lewan in the lineup. But um, uh, that's the way it goes. Um in this um, COVID world. It's affected um, high schools around here. I think I heard Independence has got a game postponed. Uh, the Oakland-Blackman game this week is canceled. Blackman's on a two-week quarantine. Of course, I guess if it's going to hit, it's, it's going to hit, and it's not a bad, terrible timing. Uh, it is in terms for Oakland. Um because it's another game they're not going to have. Um, they've already missed one. They were able to find – they were going to miss two. They did find an opponent in Stewart's Creek um, to make up for one of their games they had lost. Uh, so, uh, Oakland's going to – looks like they're going to play eight games, uh, barring uh, a last-minute deal to play somebody on Friday night. Um, um, uh a player at Blackman tested positive. I think a cheerleader has. I think their volleyball team's in quarantine. I think Stewart's Creek's volleyball team's in quarantine. Uh, the um, district tournament's supposed to start next week, so uh, I don't know. I guess they're out, um, which is a shame. You know, um, haven't heard anything official. Uh, I know the District volleyball has to be done by October 9. So, I mean, even that would only be just a couple days that they could delay it. And if they're in a two-week quarantine situation, because I don't know how long they've been quarantined. So, it's not something that, you know, is thrown out there publicly. Obviously, if Blackman and Oakland aren't playing football, though, you you know, there's got to be a reason behind it, and that's the reason behind it. And, you know, obviously, you know, those coaches want to play the game. Um, But in Blackman's case, it's going to be pretty simple Uh, math, I think. As I look at the standings, uh, there's like a three or or four-way tie for that fourth playoff spot. Um, Right now, it's Oakland, um, Warren County, and Riverdale are undefeated. 
and everybody else has got one, two, three losses. Um, this will not count as a loss for Blackman. It's just a no, a no contest. It will count as a win for Oakland. Um, but essentially, Blackman, if they beat Cookville, uh, Rockville, and Siegel, they'll go to the playoffs as the four seed because they already have losses to Warren County, Riverdale, and um, not a loss to Oakland, but a no contest. So um, we knew this would happen. We didn't know how what severity it would be in terms of how many teams would be affected. You know, Metro just started last week. Uh, you're going to have cases where uh, it gets down to winning percentage, maybe over um, just straight wins, losses. It could come down to winning percentage. Um, I don't know how fair that is. Uh, I think you should play a full season if possible, but that wasn't possible. So, um, And then when you get to the playoffs, X team has a player test positive. They're out. And they'll have to forfeit that game. And whoever they were playing will um, move on in the bracket. So it's um, – uh, it's trying times. It's an interesting situation. Um, you've got all your uh, fall championships coming up. State golf next week. Speaking of which, um, Oakland's team, boys team, made the state tournament. Beat Siegel in a uh, two-hole sudden death playoff on Monday. Um, had a couple other players qualify as individuals. Um, the Division Two region tournaments Monday. Um, so a lot to be done there. We've got soccer. Uh, haven't heard any news on the soccer uh, COVID front. And then of course we got the volleyball scheduled next week as well. So. Um, Actually, I just got a a note here that um, Oakland has come up with a game Friday night, and it is a dandy. Uh, they will play at Brentwood. That will be a great game. That's a that's um, certainly Oakland's toughest um, test of the season. Quite frankly, uh, Brentwood. Um, Beat Ravenwood recently. Uh, got a very, very fine football team coached by Ron Crawford. Uh, used to be at Riverdale many years. He's been over at Brentwood, Cleveland, back to Brentwood. Uh, so that's a great game for Oakland to get. They need competition. They have not been tested. I mean, that's the thing. I think you you know Oakland is really good, but how good are they? How good are they really? You're going to get a really, a really good indication Friday night uh, when they go over um, to Brentwood. So, great, great, great mid-state game. Uh, definitely one I'd like to see, quite frankly. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. Exclusive look at Rutherford County weather from our own meteorologist. WGNS Weather Eye Forecast is on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's still a mess here as they finish up this crash on 24 eastbound just past Sam Bridley. This has been running slow for the last 45 minutes or so. It's crazy slow here. 24 east again just past Sam Bridley. Stop and go out here up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Hey, check out the new Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Prince's Hot Chicken. 5814 Nolensville, Pike in Nashville. It's so worth the short drive. I'm Commander Chuck, your on-time train. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. If you haven't tried Sir Pizza, it's truly an experience that has to be tasted to be appreciated. 
Dine-in delivery and carry-out on East Main Memorial and South Church. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. High school games this week. Again, Blackman, Oakland canceled. Oakland will go to Brentwood on Friday. Uh, Siegel at Riverdale. Coffee County at Rockvale. McGavick at Stewart's Creek. Overton at Laverne. Lewis County at Eagleville. MTCS at Kings Academy. Cane Ridge at Smyrna. So all those games, region games, except the Oakland-Brentwood uh, game. So we're getting into the crunch time now. We're hitting week seven. Next week is fall break. There's only two games. They're both Thursday night ones. Um, and then the final three weeks of the season, pretty much all region for everybody. There's a couple uh, non-region games uh, that will um, take place there. MTSU, the Blue Raiders, 0-3, go against Western Kentucky. They've struggled. Uh, should be a pretty good ball game. It's homecoming. For the Blue Raiders, homecoming kind of taking on a weird um, situation this year um, with the COVID. MTSU coming off a 37-35 loss at Texas San Antonio. 568 yards in total offense. That was more combined than their previous two games by about 100 and something yards. Asher O'Hara threw for 372 and three TDs. Unfortunately, he threw two passes to the other team. Middle rush for 191 yards. They've really struggled running the ball. Had some success there, obviously. 82 yards and penalties, though. You throw those. Special team blunder. Um, and two turnovers. Eh. Don't make for a... Uh, a positive situation at all um, and the turnover bug is bit minimal they're minus five no they're minus six got nine turnovers in three games and have only forced three that's not conducive to success at all and kind of explains that's one of the several one of many reasons they're um 0-3 at this point. Other games in um, Conference USA this week. Uh, Friday night, Louisiana Tech at BYU. Uh, Western Kentucky, of course, at Middle. Uh, San Antonio at UAB. Rice at Marshall, postponed. Charlotte at FAU. Southern Miss at North Texas. In the SEC, Missouri is at Tennessee. South Carolina at Florida. Tennessee about 11.5-point favorite. Florida 18.5. Alabama 17-point favorite over Ole Miss. Georgia 6.5 over Auburn. By far the best game of the day. Mississippi State minus 18 over Arkansas. And the Pirate has landed in Starkville. 600 yards passing last week against LSU. Speaking of LSU, the defending national champs are at Vanderbilt. The Commodores catching 20 and a half points. Played A&M a good game. I don't know if Bandy's better than we thought. A&M's worse. You know, Jimbo Fisher, he's got a huge contract. By the time he started earning it. Uh, five points over Vandy, who's lost a lot of 
lost several players to the portal, some opt-outs, true freshman quarterback. You win 17-12? I don't know. Uh, in the uh, Big 12, you got TCU in Texas, Baylor at West Virginia, Oklahoma at Iowa State, Texas Tech at Kansas State. Of course, they had the big win last week over Oklahoma. They got their number. Uh, North Carolina at Boston College. That's in the ACC. Virginia at Clemson and Virginia Tech at Duke. Notre Dame's got a lot of players who have tested positive. So, some we're going to deal with. And, you know, let's face it, uh, it's great to have football back. If you're a college football fan, you're, you're, you're loving it. But it's it's... It's been some pretty sloppy football, and I think that's predictable. We saw that with the um, um, with high school football. You know, first two or three weeks, boy, whoo, some ugly ball. But the coaches knew that going in. You don't have scrimmages, and you've got limited practices and things like that. I mean, it was it didn't take a genius to um, predict that. But um, uh, hopefully we can get it all in. Yeah, I really, I really hope we do. Uh, and I, you know, and I hope um, these COVID cases will lighten up. I hate to see any team, you know, have a really good regular season and then, boom, they're out of the playoff picture because of this doggone virus which is, um, you know, it's not finished, but people. I mean, we're going about our lives normally now, but the, the virus is not finished. It's any, we're, we're, you know, we're, not, it's, we're going about our daily routines, but they're hardly normal because of, because of the virus. And so um, just because restrictions have been lifted, doesn't mean that this thing's finished. I mean, a million people have died worldwide. I know that seems like a minuscule number when you look at the percentage of people that get it, but uh, it, it's been a true pandemic, and uh, it's certainly um, made its mark felt in the, in the world of sports. But um, I think all these schools, universities, uh, they're doing a great job monitoring it, testing people, isolating people and trying to uh, have all these college and high school athletes the opportunity to um, many of them seniors to finish their careers and other ones to uh, get their season in alrighty that's going to do it for today's show appreciate Jamal Hughes joining us had a good time with him Andy Herzer joins me tomorrow we'll talk to you then All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.